Get ready for the world's greatest Arsenal podcast. Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. I am your host, Fergus. Trevor's done an Abamyang uh, and he's decided to come down with flu. So I am winging it on my own, but not totally. I am accompanied by Scunny Mike and from Albert JTV. Uh, Albert, uh, guys, welcome to the show. Uh, we will be talking about the Sheffield United game. We'll touch back on the Europa League and what that means for us next Thursday as well. Um, but I hope you're uh, both keeping well. Scunny, how are you? Yeah, all good, all good. Same old. Same old, same, same old. different day, isn't it? <laughs> Pretty much, same shit, different day, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm all right. Yeah. Trev's not on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to get told off. You're not going to get no. told off. I'm sure he'll WhatsApp us, uh, WhatsApp us if we uh, if we are uh, out of order in some way. Albert, yeah, he'll, he'll get over it. Albert, it's been a few weeks since we had you back on. How are you keeping? How are you doing? Oh, Fergus, busy. Um, moving, process of moving. So, yeah, ongoing, still ongoing. Um, but I thought, you know what? I've got to fit you guys in, man. Definitely, definitely. Still staying in the in the in the in the wonderful capital that is London. Yeah, I you remember I, I said I, I live near the old den and the new den. So yeah, Millwall fans, mate. So yeah, I, I'm kept on my toes around this area. Believe me. <laughs> so so you're close close to the foundation of Woolwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. Yeah. All right. Guys, what we'll do is um, usual format. Uh, we will look back over the um, Slavia Prague game briefly, um, and then we'll move on to uh, the Sheffield United game. Teams should be announced in about a half hour. Um, and ahead of that, we'll look at what we are expecting and, and, and what we're hoping for. If anybody wants to jump in the chat, feel free to um, make your comments and join in. Uh, we do like having your um, your interaction with us as well. If you watch us on YouTube, uh, click the like button. And if you really like us a lot, you can even subscribe. Um, right. So, uh, look, we, we, we haven't been graced with Champions League football since 2016, 2017. And the Premier League, uh, in the Premier League, we're 10th. Uh, top four spot is looking really, really out of the window since probably about Christmas. So winning the Europa League um, represents uh, the most realistic chance of us getting some Champions League um, football next season. Nicolas Pepe uh, looked like um, he was going to get us into the next round with a 1-0 lead, but some calamitous defending um, and, well, calamitous moves by P players in a defensive role uh, gave to uh, Thomas Holes the opportunity to make an equaliser. The second leg takes place on Thursday at 8 o'clock. Um, and, you know, Mikel Arteta still believes we can go through to the semi-finals. Um, Albert, what did you make of the game? Um, it was pretty, pretty dire, wasn't it, overall? Yeah, I mean, I, my assessment of that sort of the game, but especially the first half, sort of breaking it down into sections, um, I've had more fun being at the library. I mean, the game was just, it was, it was, it was, it was nothing really. I mean, I get Arsenal being probably a bit cautious for the simple fact that we are in a knockout stage and it's getting to the latter stages. But firstly, you're at home. Yes, you give the opposition a bit of respect because they've, they, you know, they've had a decent season in regards to, you know, their season in terms of what they've done domestically in the Czech league. But um, that first half, especially after the back of the Liverpool game. I, I thought nothing shocks me anymore, but I, the performances, 
uh, going uh, getting to beyond the level that even I've never seen as an Arsenal fan, to be honest with you. Um, and that's not a knee jerk reaction. That's been the case for for months. Um, there was just nothing Ferguson that first half. Um, and you know, I don't. What what what's what sort of concerns me is. I don't, irrespective of whatever personnel he seems to put out, whatever formation it is, they're not listening or they're not listening and they're not good enough or it's a combination of both. So if it's a combination of both, you wasn't going to get a much better second half performance. Um, you know, when you're only playing games on from 75 minutes onwards where you show a bit of intensity, why is that not happening in the, in your most important game of the season? You know, it, it, it was... Yeah, it was with the substitutions that uh, the the game changed because, to be honest, William was abject to say the least. Uh, Mike, what did you make of William's performance? And then, obviously, uh, you had um, Martinelli and Aubameyang and Pepe come on on the seventy eighth minute, and it, it changed the changed the game, as as Albert was saying. Uh, yeah, I think to be fair, normally I go back and watch games uh, twice uh, just so I can get a good measure of what I'm looking at and assess it a bit better, but. When it come around to watching this one twice, I thought I'd rather we'll lick a witch's toe. You know, it's just a case of that. It, it was, I'm not doing that again. I'm, I, I am right. done it for a long while with Arsenal, to be fair, the way we are. it's It goes back to that old... Uh, can you remember the old chant that used to be against Arsenal? Is it boring, boring Arsenal? Can you remember them? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, this is it's back to... You know, it's back to that, isn't it, really? And it's awful, really. And it's awful to see when... Okay, yes... I grew up with Arsene Wenger in, as the manager and we. I used to watch Arsenal and uh, there was friends of mine who supported different teams. They used to enjoy watching Arsenal because as a neutral for them, they used to enjoy watching Arsenal. Now, I don't enjoy watching Arsenal um, yeah. at this moment in time because of the way we're playing and I hate that. And to go on to the, like, uh, sorry, for the, for the game and stuff and bringing on the substitutes. Yeah, the subs changed the game, but why are we not playing them first? Why can't we play these players first? If they're going to come on and change yeah. a game like the way they did, why uh, why is it that they are playing from the start? You know, we, that's the thing. We, I think everyone, we was in a, a Zoom chat with a few people, weren't we, Vegas? And we were saying, and well, there's not just we, there was pretty much everybody in this Zoom chat was saying, this team was for the taking. They're man-marking, but they're man-marking terribly in this game. Yeah. If we had faster players on up front, they could make absolute mincemeat out of these defenders. And we could all see it. And when Pepe came on, uh, Martinelli came on, Aubameyang came on, that happened. It's like, well, surely you can see this before the 78th minute. Yeah, 100%. It was absolutely dire and... This is what I'm saying about... This is what we've been chatting about with stuff like that. I just don't think Arteta's tactics and substitutions at times are great. I'm not enjoying it whatsoever. Listen, there are some positives. Arsenal remain unbeaten in the nine European meetings against Czech uh, opponents. Uh, Pepe has scored four and been involved in seven uh, more Europa League goals. Um um, more than uh, any other Arsenal player this season. Uh, so, you know, th there are some positives on there. Pe uh, Bami Yang scored um, his 100th goal. I was involved in his uh, 100th goal with 84 goals and 16 assists for Arsenal. 
So there are some positives, but you know that we got in the comments here. There's 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 people talking about uh, what the we should talk about, which will be soon, is the the game today. But there's um, Richard has come along and saying uh, Arteta's by far coming the worst manager he's ever seen in his lifetime. You know, I think that's a little bit extreme. You know, is it? I, is it? Is it though? Is, is it? Uh, I'm sure Richard talking about Arsenal just generally, not, not maybe not football managers in the, in the history of football. No, 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 no. no. It, 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 he's talking about it's Arsenal related, definitely. Um, well, you know, yeah, but, it's but, Arsenal related, but is it the worst Arsenal manager he's seen? It's, it's personally, it's the worst Arsenal manager I've seen. Yeah, but like me, you will have only seen. Well, I've seen Bruce Riach very briefly. Uh, yeah. Then I saw George Graham, Arsene Wenger. Um, Freddie Lindbergh, who was not great, but I wanted him to do well. I probably a little bit like look the the fact that Arteta played for Arsenal, the the fact that he was captain for Arsenal, the fact that he understands what a club stands for gives him a little bit of um, leverage and 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 and. Uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? Give, give gives them a bit of leeway and and it gives them a couple of like credits. Nah. In, in, in the you think it does, nah. Nah. Yeah, I do, I do, I do. Nah. For me, it's Fergus, not Fergus, I, I'm sorry, Fergus it doesn't give him any credit in the bank. Uh, uh, sorry, Albert, I'm just going to jump in. It does not give him any credit in the bank just because he did that. No chance. What you're doing is is okay. Yes, you played for Arsenal. You knew what Arsenal was about. You captained Arsenal for a short time. Leave it as that. He's came in as manager and. Is all that credit that he had has just gone within a season, and it's the season's not even over yet. That credit's gone. He's lost it for me. Uh, well, we're, for you, we can, maybe we can that, blame, not we can blame players and stuff. Like, like I say, I know there's I know there's a lot of talk about the players downing tools, and we've had this before. But these players have downed tools on three, maybe four separate occasions for yeah. different managers. Mm. We knew what these players were like, and I said this to you a lot in a. Um, a message on our WhatsApp group. We can't, you can't keep blaming the players every single time. Yes, that we know they're not good enough. We know this. Everybody knows this. But sometimes you got to think, well, the manager has to take some flack. Yeah. Emery got a lot of flack from Arsenal fans. A yeah. lot. Young Bird didn't so much because he was only a really caretaking coach. One of you, you know, you can't give someone who's caretaker um, as, as flack. So Emery got the flack. Arteta doesn't seem to be getting a lot of flack from um, fans. Certain sections, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so surely he has to get some flack. He has to get it. Because at the no, end of the day, listen, it's his tactics. Listen, okay, it's his Mike, substitutions um, and everything, no, 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 that, I, know, I, everything I, that goes I, with I, it. It's his coaching team. I, I get that 100%. And I, I don't want this turn turn into a a total debate about um, the manager, but it's obviously, you know, going into this game, which technically now, because of the position we're in, is almost a nothing game unless Spurs end up dropping some points and we're just playing for pride. And and and, and that's the sort of thing that, that we seem to be playing for. Playing for European competition, I don't think we can get six, so I don't want to be in that Mickey Mouse mm. third-rate um, bloody European Conference League. Um, but... I was invited kindly by Amanda and Sophie onto Highbury squad on Thursday night after the football. And I was chatting to them and we're giving player ratings and so on. And then uh, super Kevin Campbell jumped on and we talked about um, uh, the players and the manager. And we talked in particular about the Cedric uh, not hitting Rose Ed at causing, uh, which led to that goal that um, 
uh, Slavia Prague got. Uh, he gave a hospital ball to Gabriel. Leno didn't control his area, which is pretty much par for the course with Leno. Um, and um, subsequently, uh, that holds get this, gets the goal. Um, I, I I personally think, you know, I said to Kevin, I said, so the manager should really take them onto the training ground. And they've done it time and time again. Um Sobias has done it two or three times, passing balls across uh, across his own box, and 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 the manager needs to deal with that. The the coaching staff, the defensive staff, need to deal with that sort of stuff. Uh, Kevin wasn't having any of it; he blamed it on the players. I said, but as soon as the players cross the white line, um, it's it's on the players uh, at that point. The manager does, yes, have to take responsibility. I know on our WhatsApp group, uh, Mike, I think he said seventy thirty on the manager. I don't think you can you can apportion blame 70-30 either way. It could be 70% players. It could be 70% manager. But between them as a collective, they've all got to face some sort of responsibility. Albert, would you agree? You know, yeah, I mean, that's that would be the general con consensus. I mean, quickly with the Arteta thing, very quickly. Um, I think the problem he has um, sort of, when people sort of hark on about he was an ex-captain, the next player at Arsenal. I think if we if if we'd have got the Mikel Arteta, for example, before the big ACL that he had at Everton, I think he might be looked on, and people might have a bit more of a fonder memory of him. Or if he was a a Vieira or a Henri that came back to the club, I could understand the kind of the ones that are going to ride out for him, Fergus. If that makes sense. Um, but you know. For the people that had the same energy for Emery and sort of wanting him out, I mean, there's different ways you can do it. There's levels to wanting someone gone, but I don't see that same energy towards Arteta, and I don't understand why. I'm not saying it should be toxic or it should be personal, but you can ask for a change or want another manager in based on what we've seen this season. I mean, Fergus, there's been too many situations. We can talk about the players, and I understand that, but where so many things have gone wrong. I mean, our league position, I think we're 11th at the moment as we're currently speaking. Um, we've won the same amount of games as we've lost. I've never seen that in my lifetime as an Arsenal fan. Um, and, and we are on course, unfortunately. The start of reality is to be to have our worst ever Premier League finish um, since 94-95. I mean, we're breaking records in the wrong way this season. But the thing is, if... It's not us, it's not our decision as Arsenal fans whether the manager goes. We can have a we can have a bit of influence. We can sometimes if we're allowed back in the stadium because it'd be even worse for him to be honest with you. But ultimately, it's down to the board because the way I, the, what I've, to wrap up what I'm going to say is, say for example, he wins Europa League. For example, um, the board have a decision to say, okay, you know what? I think if he won it, he, he buys himself another season. That's my own personal opinion. People might not like to hear that, but I think he does buy, us, buy himself another season because, you know, I mean, Wenger couldn't deliver an European trophy, nor could Emery. So, but will, will the ball turn and say, you know what? Yes, Mikel, you got us the FA Cup for the 1st of August last season and you got us an European trophy, but the league form was terrible. So they've got to weigh out the pros and cons because if things go pear-shaped on Thursday, for me, his position is untenable. And that's not about whether me liking Mikel you, Arteta you, or you, not. You, you, you know what? I, I I do think you've got a point there. If 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 things go south on Thursday, there yeah. will be a question over his head. I don't think anything will or should be done, at least in that scenario, 
until the summer uh, because what's the point? We've got seven games left. Um, Dan mentioned when we're on uh, the last podcast that you know people would be interviewed at that point if they're considering to do that. But I don't know. If, I don't know if they are going to consider doing that. I I think um, for whatever so, so, reasons. So, 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 so. The thing is, they, the thing is, the board, they, if if they are any board of any sort, they should be thinking about that because this is Arsenal Football Club. No, this is exactly the point I was going down to. The, the, yeah. the board, if they've got ambition, yeah, um, should be considering that. I again, I I I've committed in my head to giving Arteta all of this season and uh, another window to to do this project. Be, be, look, listen, I'll tell you what, I, I saved um I saved uh a message that somebody put on Arsenal fans uh, forum. Uh it was Luke uh, Luke Wilkins and uh I, I know many of you will know Kai and Kai's I think in the chat as well. And him and Kai got into a real battle and they were talking about Ole and how he was backed at Man United and uh who's a better manager, Ole or Arteta. And he said Ole was backed by the board. He got three hundred million to sign the players he wanted and the squad he wants. Arteta has had eighty million and a few loanees. Any manager that comes to a new club needs to get backed um to get the squad that they want. What are your suggestions? Get another manager in, give him minimal money, and then sack him. That's my issue. That whoever we get in, who are you going to get in? And it doesn't matter if it's Mikel Arteta or Mickey Mouse or Albert or Scunny or me as a manager of Arsenal Football Club, unless the Cronkies are going to stick their hand in the pocket and chuck a load of money at it, we're staying where we are, mid-table mediocrity. Mike? Mm. Well, yeah, obviously that's an issue, isn't it, really? Let's face it, that's an issue in itself, but I think when it comes down to what I'm trying to say is I'm not trying to make anything personal. I know there's a lot of people saying like um, about personal attacks on Arteta and stuff. I'm yeah. not making it personal. Yeah. I'm saying this as a fan and what I want as a fan and what I see Arsenal Football Club as a fan for me. This is my opinions. You know, it's not a personal yeah, yeah, attack yeah, yeah. on anybody. Yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, I'm not calling him every name under the sun. I just don't believe him to be a manager or a manager of Arsenal. You know, we can you can argue about Solskjaer as well. Um, you know, he, he got backed by Man United. That's fair enough. He's been backed, but yeah. Arsenal obviously haven't backed Arteta in that sort of sense. You know, there's well, there's a lot of talk around at the minute. In this summer, there's going to be 150 million to spend. That's in that's not including transfers out. You know, so okay, where's this? If if this 150 million's got to be the summer, where's that been? You know, is that just sat there? I think, no, Arteta, I, I, I think Arteta has been he's been back to more than Emery, but Emery did. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I yeah. agree wholeheartedly about that. I, I honestly do think he was backed. Uh, Emery wasn't bad. He wanted certain players. He got completely different players. But but this is where we're talking about different regimes that are in charge at the time. You know, we had um, mm. Raúl in charge when Emery was in charge. So and now Raúl's gone, and it's now Edu and Viani or Vianney. And I can never get his name right. But anyway. Um, so, yeah, it's different, but I don't see anything in this regime between, you know, the manager and the the Cronkies that shows me any different to how that's going to change further down the line. And I think that's my main issue with that. Do you not think, as John says in the chat, this season is really weird as an... I'm not going to be able to say that word. It's just a weird season. Anonymous. <laughs> um, anonymous. Yeah, anonymous, yeah. Anonymous, I, I just yeah. can't get my tongue around it. Uh, <laughs> Even I got it wrong there. Uh, 
yeah. Look, look, look at Liverpool. Look, look, Jesus Christ, we've got West Ham, and no disrespect to West Ham because you know they do all right, but you don't expect them to be knocking on third. You've got Man City flying away with it. Man United, who aren't really that much better than us. Um, you say on. that, but look where they are. You know, Fergus. That's what I'm talking that. about. The league is the league is just freaky. Go Sorry. on. To add to that, the comment that John was saying, I, I, I understand that this season's been unlike no other, but I think someone, I don't I can't remember who said it, but I understand obviously the COVID and no fans being back in the stadium. Just say if you strip that all back, right? Just take that all away. Like it's like having Formula One, you know, everyone should have the same card and we find out the best driver is okay, cool. But take take that into consideration, right? We have massively underachieved, man. Massively. Yeah. I mean. Like I said, Fergus, like you mentioned about the West Ham thing, right? No disrespect to them. They are on course to finish above Arsenal for the first time in 34 plus years. Mm. I thought I would never say that as an Arsenal fan. So that's what I'm saying. There's, there's, there's so much stacked against Mikel Arteta. Like Mike said, it's not personal. End of the day, I, I, I said to you, Fergus, before on your channel before, like I don't have any sentiment towards most of these players at Arsenal. And most definitely the managers. It's what I want best for Arsenal Football Club. Yeah. I'm not into the business of toing and throwing on social media. As you guys will see it. You know the the, the sentiment towards these players. I don't, I don't understand where it comes from. They've underachieved for years under different managers. Why are we back in the play? Why are we still back in some of these players? They're still we still got players Fergus and Scunny right that started the Europa League final in Baku. Oh, yeah, they, I understand if, that, mate. If they can't produce on that big stage, why are you going to give a rookie manager the job at Arsenal and expect him to get to the higher echelons? It's not going to happen, man. You've got to remember as well with Arteta, um, you know, he did say at the start of the season, which I think was a, a bit too much for him, he, he did say, oh, you know, we've got a, the squad to complete with the top four. You know, clearly that's not happened. But... I'm not. I'm not wholeheartedly saying it's down to the manager. You know, this is mm. why I said it's seventy percent the manager, thirty percent the players. And as regards to what you were saying about the players earlier on with the within the game on Thursday, yes, the players did fail a lot on that game. You know, sometimes you just got to use your fucking common sense and hoof yeah. the ball out. It's as simple as that. You know, you don't back pass and put someone into into trouble. You don't do that as a player. Even we, even a Saturday even a Saturday league player. You know, even the Sunday League kickabout players on the crappy fields down the road from where you live, they wouldn't do that. You know, it's a, 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 a um, age-old saying, if, if in doubt, give it a clout. Surely, yeah. they, you know, as professional players, they know this. And if they don't know this, the door's that way. You're, you're right, because you saw Gabriel's reaction when he got the pass back from Cedric. He was exactly. not happy. Exactly. And you... you and you heard uh, Shaka, I'm not the biggest fan, but you heard his reaction as well. Boys, why don't you just clear the ball? Uh, words to that effect. I'm, I'm making well, it a little bit more friendly. But It's not, but, you well, know, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm swearing. I know that Trev's not on, and I apologise to Trev, because I know he's watching. But sometimes it just makes you so mad when you see stupid, stupid decisions yeah. like this. Making, yeah. They have their own common sense. They get paid a very nice wage packet to be these professional players they should know how to clear a ball and 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 looking at that uh that uh, you know i i've always said i never take the wages into consideration because as that's down to negotiation whether i you got two guys in the same job one gets paid more than the other because he negotiated better at 
inception of his contract, fair play. Uh, I just hope I'm that guy who's getting paid better than the other guy. Um, but, uh, you know, you've got Aubameyang. Aubameyang scored 31 goals in all competitions last season. And this season, for whatever reason that's going on, he's got man food the same as Trevor um, today, uh, I'm hearing. Um, but, uh, you know, for whatever reason, he's got, what, 12 goals in all competition, nine goals in the Premier League. Um, th- that is, you know, even if he was... That, that that's that's less than fifty percent of what he's produced, season upon season upon season. If he was even twenty five percent better, or even if he was scoring what he should have been scoring, which is a twenty twenty goal a season striker, we'd have won two or three, four more goal uh, games, and we would be knocking on that top four. So I I think an awful lot lies. The the, the 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 foot of our captain not standing up one as a captain I'd never agree with a striker being a captain in the first place and two um as as a striker as our out and out best pl- played uh striker uh, in the team Albert uh, thoughts on that oh Fergus man um <laughs> and then we're going to go into the Sheffield game <laughs> yeah 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 I've, yeah yeah I've I've to make it quick I, I've been on the strikers I've been on the strikers all of them this season I just think They've all been poor. Um, and with Aubameyang, uh, we could label before that we don't create chances. We don't give him the service. He, he's had a... He's, we've missed a lot of chances. We've been we've missed guilt-edged chances this season. So he's had the chances to, to score the goal to fire us a bit more further up the table. But even going a little bit beyond that in terms of just body language, everything just looks wrong. Whether he's regretting signing whether he's thinking of a sunny life in Barcelona, that if there was interest in him as, they, as, as the reports were. I, I don't know what it is. People say Meza Ozil 2.0. I think it's a bit different, but I understand why people would say that just in regards to a player in his 30s, getting a big money contract, played well up until the point. Now, after he signed it, look what you've seen. Even, uh, nobody can explain his tail off at all. I can't explain it. So that's why people get on the case of, oh, Martin Eddie should get more minutes and whatever. Not saying he should start getting more minutes because he should get more minutes because none of the strikers ahead of him are consistent. So, Mikel Arteta, if you can answer that, I know he spoke about it briefly today about Martinelli, but Aubameyang, uh, Fergus, mate, we ain't got many games left this season. I, I don't know. I don't know where this goes, mate, to be honest. Hmm. Like, listen, he's got, he's obviously got some personal stuff going on. Um, and if he can sort that out, that's, that, 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 that's, um, that's great. All, all the better for Arsenal Football Club. Mm. Um, I was listening to Tim Stillman on Talk Sport. He was interviewed on Talk Sport today. And the club, because of the contract they put him in, are actually holding, uh, all the cards in a sense because nobody will want him on that contract that he's on. Nobody will buy him on that contract. So he's either got to put up. Or shut up, and we we are in control whether we sell him or loan him or whatever. So if he wants to play and he wants to play at that level that he's playing at, um, he needs to he needs to shape up. You know, um, Heath in the comments comes along and says about his body language is all wrong. He just doesn't doesn't look like he wants to be there. Um, Balogun apparently has signed a new contract. Uh, nobody was the club haven't announced anything as yet. I don't believe was a four-year deal if he's good enough then get him on the bench at least today or in the next couple of games um i think today we should be looking at starting martinelli um i know uh odegaard is a doubt because of an ankle problem and he's going to uh which um 
Uh, Kieran Tierney is out for the rest of the season, as we know. David Luiz is out and Callum Chambers is a doubt. What are we expecting on today's game? Uh, Mike, um, what, what are you expecting today? You went to the 1-0 uh, defeat last year. Um, I'm not expecting I... a lot. After what we've seen over the last couple of weeks, I'm yeah. not expecting a lot. Uh, I, I'm expecting another, probably another 1-0 loss because I honestly do believe that Sheffield United will want it more. Uh, it, yeah, okay, it probably comes down to who gets played today, but after seeing what Arteta said about Martinelli and stuff, I think he's had to say something about Martinelli because of a lot of the things that, like, you know, fans' pages. Everyone's asking, where's Martinelli? Yeah. Why is he being wrapped in cotton wool? You know, this is the issue. And I think because of that, he's, he's having to say something about Martinelli. I don't agree with exactly what he's saying about Martinelli. You know, yeah, he is a big star for the future. I get that. And he, he probably will, you know, it's obvious that he, he could well be. But with the rest of it, I don't agree with the fact that he's put on, you know, with, you know, he's put on Saka, who's the same age as him. And he's, Saka, as amazing as the kid he is, he's put a lot on his shoulders yeah. with, uh, with Saka. Smith Rowe, he oh. came in because he had to play Smith Rowe. <laughs> and Smith Rowe took his chance. And I think when it comes down to everything that happens with the rest of the team and everything else, it's it's sad to see and it's a sad state of affairs when we're counting on young kids in the team to make opportunities for us. And I think that's the worst thing about it. And this is where I see again this is where I see it's happening again. Today we're gonna to be pinning a lot of hope. And if Martin you know, someone said there in, in the comments, Martinelli is starting. And this is where it is. We're pinning. We're gonna, you know, you got every single fan gonna be pinning their hopes on Martinelli to score a goal at least today. And I think that's a lot of weight on a young kid's shoulders. When we should be saying, like we're saying about Aubameyang, yeah, he should be scoring. He was he was an amazing goal scorer last season. You know, and I was I was one of the advocates to say about Aubameyang not getting a new contract. I would say don't do it. Well, Martinelli and, does start today, uh, Mike, alongside Lacazette, Pepe and Party, Shaka, Sabias, um, Saka, Marion Holding, uh, Chambers and Leno. So it looks like Saka is playing yeah, left back, yeah, yeah. Um, holding on the right. Uh, sorry, uh, Chambers on the right, holding and Mary in the centre. Then we got Sabias and Shaka. That's not my uh, most dynamic Sort of midfield oh, against. I, re uh, I reckon that's going to be Partey and Shaka, and then Sabios is going to be in that number ten role. Number ten. Okay, yeah, that, that's a good shout. Yeah, Actually, that, that that is yeah. probably the right. Uh, well done, mate. Yeah. Uh, so what you got? Pepe on the right, on front of Chambers. That works because he worked well with Cedric as well, and he's worked out there again. Not a huge Pepe fan. Um, you've got Martinelli on the left with um, Lacazette up top. I would have thought. Wouldn't Albert thoughts on the lineup? Um, what I would say immediately is if Lacazette gets the same chance he does today, he better score. I'll tell you because the, the Arsenal fans have probably had enough of him. Uh, that finished the other night, Jesus. I mean, what do what do you say? But actually, yeah, the team honestly, that. yeah, honestly, yeah, honestly, Scully. Um, did he, <laughs> you know, I've said this, Fergus, plenty of times with Arteta's lineup, she hasn't got a clue what he's going to do. So the, the team is what it is. I'm glad to see Martinelli starting. Um, it'd be interesting to see the dynamic between Sabayos, Xhaka and Thomas Partey. Actually, it'd be interesting to see how Partey plays because I don't know what you guys feel. I think I actually think it's quite mixed with the Arsenal fan base how well he's actually done after coming back from the, the, the last injury, should I say. Um, I think he's done okay. 
Um, I wouldn't say he's been exceptional, but I, I'm not going to hold that against him. I mean, you know, we know he's a quality player, but maybe it's just adjusting to the league and coming back from the injury. But um, yeah, what, what do you guys think in terms of party, how he's done since he's come back? Uh, personally, I think he's been... Uh, he, 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 he was extremely over... Uh, he was extremely welcomed, and I find uh, him at this moment in time of how he's performed for us. Mm. Um, I find him an overhyped signing, um, typical of um, uh, the modern media. Uh, that you know, you could sign my nan, and she's going to be a fantastic player for Arsenal Football Club or wherever, because of the way social media just spin things and spin things. I don't watch Spanish football very much uh, or at all. Um, but what I do know of uh, parties, he was never injured uh, for uh, um, exactly Atletico Madrid. Uh, he worked. He he played under a manager who was very much a disciplinarian, uh, and he had rules and didn't let um, didn't let people express themselves. You had a job and you did your job, Simeone. You know the the, the guy is a, a disciplinarian to the the, the nth degree. Um, so he knew exactly what he was doing. I think the Arsenal football club um let people express themselves a little bit more and i don't know if he particularly likes that i know he has he's got injured a few times yeah. um he's i don't think he's played a full 90 minutes for us yet or if he has it's only one um so for me at the moment it, it, it's not jury's out i, I can't yeah. i can't make a decision mike uh party for me, he has been pretty poor this season, I will admit that. But I'm not going to hold it against him. Yeah, it's his first season in the Premier League, um, so he's still getting used to that. And yes, he's been sort of riddled with a few injuries this season so far. So yeah, that must go against his confidence. But I also think it's the style of play that we're playing at the minute. And similar to what you were saying, Fergus, about uh, Simeone, you know, he's a, he's a very experienced manager who knows what he wants for his, and he knows what he wants his team to do in them games. And I think this is where it comes down to, again, I know I'm probably going back to the Arteta thing again, but this is where the experience comes in and not knowing what he wants from the team. Uh, what's your thoughts on it, Albert? Um, you know, the one thing I want to point out, Fergus, you see with the um, Leno situation, right? Like, I know we've got people were concerned, obviously, going back to February about we needing a backup number two goalkeeper. I, I don't really know what Matty Ryan has to do to get a game. I mean, surely we didn't buy a backup goalkeeper who's an established Premier League goalkeeper, by the way, just to only play when he's, when Leno's injured. I mean, I, I find that a bit odd that he doesn't get any game time whatsoever. I mean, as a well, manager, he's, he's alone either, isn't he? You know, he's a lonely backup goalkeeper. And yeah. the, the way I see it, I don't think Leno's doing much wrong. I think a lot of it comes oh. down to a lot of our defensive errors. No, 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 no. It's funny, you know what? With Leno, right? Work it out. Work it out, right? If you're on your, if you was at school, you're back in your school days, right? What's the first thing a coach or one of your coaches say to you? Your keeper is only as good as your defence. I agree with that. Then your keeper's going to be shit. You know, if you're going to keep giving, if you're going to keep giving attacking players one-on-one opportunities. 50% of that time, it's going to go in the back of the net. Mike, I, I, I don't disagree with you at all about that, that you're as good as your defence in front of you, because you could see that with many a player that we've had before, uh, a goalkeeper before, Fabianski sometimes when we had um, uh, um, 
Thomas Vermalen and uh, we had um, uh, what was his name? French guy went off in a mood. Um, Pichelny. Pichelny, yeah, uh, and Koscielny when when he first started, we we we've had some dreadful keepers. Listen, you just have to look at Fabianski how he's playing at, at West Ham right now. He's playing out of his skin. He played the same at Sunderland. He played out of his skin. And, and and when he played for Arsenal, um, he was, you know, we used to sing songs about, you know, he cocked up our house and stuff like that. Um, the, uh, the, the the thing with Leno, um, I I'd, I would give him some respite because of um, the defences in front of him sometimes. But when he comes along and parries the ball so many times onto his penalty spot and exposes himself and leaves himself exposed left, right and centre, he's a great shot keeper, but he doesn't command his box. I know we all saw that little video clip that we put up on Fans Forum and in our WhatsApp groups about... Uh, where the, the camera Arsenal followed him around just with his talking and he's talking to the yeah. the, uh, yeah. the, the players, which which I thought was great. I, I, and I'd like to see more of those sort of things. But um, I I I I don't have that much faith in him. Um, he's number three at he's number three in Germany. Before about the Germany, look at the German keepers that are in front of you. You got Manuel Neuer, and you got Testagen at Barcelona. You know, you can, being number three behind them two is nothing to sniff out. <laughs> really, let's face it. Yeah, you know what? Sorry, um, Scandi. So, with this, with the Leno thing, I don't. I, for me, it's not even so much whether he plays for Germany or not, because I, I obviously have to have to base him on what I see of Arsenal. But I, I can see why people might have misgivings with him, because when we signed him, I thought we bought a goalkeeper that is the one that could, you know, can play from the back. But for me, he invites too much pressure onto his defenders. His distribution isn't that great. And Fergus used the key word, the key key word, which he doesn't command. That and that's the, I think that's the issue some of the Arsenal fans have with him. I don't think they, I think Scotty, you know what it is. I think they see him as a good goalkeeper. I don't think they see him as a top goalkeeper. And there's, and for me, I think that's the difference. There's, there's very few top goalkeepers in the Premier League, though. And if you look at the very no, top goalkeepers that. that are in the Premier League, like Allison and even you know what's that guy at um, City, can't remember his name now. Oh, Edison, Edison, Edison. Yeah, you look at them. Yeah, fair enough. He's not as great as them. He's not as good as them. I agree. But even they make mistakes. Even they parry the ball. Even they. Shout out! I just don't. I just don't agree with the lot said, of I like the Aston Villa keeper. <laughs> uh, I'm not even really rising to that shine anymore. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, um, he's gone. Easy. Get over it. Um, <laughs> I'm only messing. But no, I just it, there's a lot of things out there. But it's, I just don't. I think people are being really harsh on him for no apparent reason. When you look at the shots that go against him, look at all. Look, you know, look at all them shots that go against him. A lot of them are defensive blunders. And the, half these keepers that are in the Premier League, even these top keepers, won't have these sort of shots taken against him at all because they've got the defence there to go, you know, to block it out or to do their job. Our defence is shit. No, I, I hear that, but I, well, you know what? I even I know it's a one. I know it's a, I said incident, but these decision making, like someone said, is it the is it Wolves away when he got sent off? Yeah. I mean, what, I mean, oh what, yeah, what, there's what certain things. But I think it, yeah, you got to look at his face when he got sent off. He'd had enough. You could tell he'd had enough. He won't bothered. Oh, he was probably God. pissed off. I yeah. would have been pissed off with that bloody game. I'd have, I would have found a way to get sent off as well. To be perfectly honest with you, um, I would have two footed someone just to get sent off in that game. 
No, I, 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 listen, I, I'm I'm not a Leno fan. I don't think he commands his box uh, correctly. I think his distribution, is, as Albert said, is poor. Um, and, you know, if we even go back to last Thursday game, uh, Thursday's game, he made some great saves. You go back to the Liverpool game, he made some fantastic saves, and he will do probably today. Make, well, maybe not against Sheffield, we hope. But yeah. uh, he, he will make some fantastic saves, which, you know, on his wall, on a photograph, are going to look stunning. But his overall 90-minute performance is not good enough to be a top-class well, keeper. And that's well, my else, view. Yeah. Who yeah, else is yeah. there? Who would you replace him with? Anybody. Well, why, why, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is a good keeper. Matt Ryan's a good keeper. Oh, is got it, nothing yeah, is he Leno's, is hang, he on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Mike. Uh, we've got nothing else to play for for the rest of the season. Okay. Well, Matt nothing Ryan's else not our play. player. He's a lone Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's a lone till the end of the season, and then he is a free agent. We can take yeah. him on for nothing. Who says we're going to take him on? Nobody at the minute. Well, why not give him a go? Why not give him a go? Why not give him a go? Normally, what we did before... Why would you not like to get Leno playing more games, give him more experience, getting going? I think he's been given more than enough opportunity. They're concentrating, and like yourself, Fergus, you're concentrating on the wrong areas of where we need to pick blame. No, no. As good as what I think he is, he is not good enough for Arsenal. David Louise sometimes is good. He's not good enough for Arsenal. Bellerin is absolute shite. I've had enough of him. Mike, I hear what you're saying. I think Leno, in terms of the... I get it. In terms of the grand scheme of problems at Arsenal, he's probably at, at the bottom of the pile, to be fair. That's yeah, what I would say. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 and, and, and that is a good point. And we got stuck on this because we're having a... a, a, a a good debate on a particular mm. keeper, but I do agree. Bellerin has passed his best. He, he uh, you know, no, no, I, no, I, I, I'm I, just I, saying in the whole scheme of things, like Albert said, yeah, in the whole scheme of things, yeah, the what the people that you're aiming, you're, you're the, concentrating. A lot of people got blinkers on at Leno because of Martinez. Yes, Martinez played well for us. He's gone. He didn't do sod all else for ten years, but he's gone. Get over it. It's time to move on. We've got Leno. Let's back this keeper. Is is a really good keeper. I think he's a really good keeper. Yeah, he's not the best keeper in the world. I'm not saying he's world class, but he is a good keeper. Let's back him by getting the players in front of him. When Mike, we get them players told. in front of him, Mike, you've been told. I apologise, but when you get passionate, yeah. you swear. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, and I'm used to yeah. and I'm used to the Ars brothers. I apologise, which is different, Mike, and, 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 Mike, and we are more a family show. But that's, that's fine. Is. So do you know what it is? So quickly, I think with the sort of the Leno thing. I think it, but I think it goes across the board with probably the entire Arsenal squad in terms of there's not enough competition for. Oh yeah, every I, agree I think, and I think that's a, that's a problem. Probably maybe. Martinez, you got to remember, Martinez yeah. didn't want to stick around for that competition either. Uh, no, in fairness, I think in there, um, the club had no option. He's worth two million. He's on the last year of his contract, and we got offer seventeen million with a three million pound uh, option if, 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 if they if they stay up. So you know uh, he'd been at the club for ten years, getting nowhere, never getting a look in. We bought in two or three keepers, and he still stayed there. He was he was um, loaned out at time after time after time. And how many times have we all said he was awful? Martinez at Villa has made some howlers every now and then, but overall, I think he's been quite. He's he's had a more commanding area. Let's move on from the keepers. And mm. you were talking about uh, you were talking about um, players like Holding, um, who I potentially think could be a, a captain of Arsenal. Um, I know everyone talks about Tierney and the talk about um, 
um, party as possible captains. Um, I think Holding has the qualities. I think uh, he, he he's good. To be honest, I actually rate Chambers as well. I think Chambers playing as a right back and also can play as um, a midfield player. I think he's a good utili utilitarian squad player to have. Um, but, you know, we do go through those sort of players, a holding Chambers, um, Sabias, okay, he's only a lone player, but it does show the quality of our defence is just really crap, isn't it? And sorry, that's about as, as strong as my swearing goes, but it is crap. Um, what do we make of Mary then? Albert, your thoughts on, on, on Mary? I actually think he's probably one of the very few defenders from what I've seen at Arsenal who... Not only would I keep, but I might have a little bit more faith than a lot of the others. Um, Fergus, I love you, but the holding thing, I'm not on board with that. I just think I, I see a player. Fine. Um, again, I think where I see a lot of Arsenal fans praising him. And I just think one, he's, one, he's had a lot of injuries, so he's not played a lot of game time. And two, when he does play for me... Um, I always say to people, what is it that he does very well? Does he does he command the defence? Is he good in the air? Is he good on the ball? I, I don't think there's any aspect for me of of his ability where I think, actually, you know what? I can see probably see why Arteta picks him or why certain Arsenal fans want him in the team. I don't see that with him. Um, if it was a choice out of keeping him in Chambers, I'd keep Chambers. But even with Chambers, okay. long is he long-term good enough for Arsenal? Probably Not really, probably. But withholding, I mean, he had a good period in the team where defensively we was, in terms of stats, numbers, we was good. But then he was out of the team. And then it was, you know, Arteta stuck with the sort of Louise and the Gabriel partnership. But, um, Fergus, you know what it is, generally speaking, for our sort of finish, like, I don't get where Arsenal were going in terms of centre-backs at this football club. We have so many who are not, at the standard that we need, but then we're still talking about getting more centre backs. So I don't know where I don't know where we're going as a club with this. Who's going to be your mainstay? And we know who we probably would like to in terms of you know getting a Sleeper and um, Gabriel partnership, which we're a long way off, long long way off getting that at Arsenal. Um, and then you've got Mari, that's free. Mavropanos is still here. Chambers is still here. You know where are we going as a club? I, I don't see the direction where we're going with the centre backs. I, I think I think many of them will go in the summer. I don't know what's going to happen with Mavropanos if we take him back or not. Um, Saliba, well, he's an untested um, product uh, or an untested theory player in in the Premier League. Yes, mm. he's ripping up trees in France, but you know I probably could. Uh, at least ruffle some leaves in France if I had a go. Uh, Heath's mm. got a good point there about um, uh, holding his best pairing is with Mari. Um, you know, we're, we're facing Sheffield United today who are virtually rele relegated, um, but yet again, they're unbeaten in all four Premier League games uh, against Arsenal. They've won two and drawn two. Um, and in the last 11 top flight meetings have not produced uh, an away win. Um, Arsenal haven't. So, you know, it's um, it's going to be a difficult game. Uh, predictions on scores. Mike, do you want to go Ooh. first on what, how you think this is going to play out? Uh, can I just can I just quickly say as well, quick? I agree yeah. with Albert about holding and a lot of our defense. I don't see. I don't know where our defense is going. We yeah. haven't had a good defense since we, we came to the Emirates. We've not had a good defense. Hundred mm, percent. And that's that's the way I see it. In 
So, but yeah, I honestly don't know where it's going to go. And I agree with Saliba and Gabriel. Yes, we're a long way off that partnership, if that partnership ever even happens. Yeah, 100%. So, um, I don't think holding Chambers, obviously David Luiz and even Mavropanos, they're not long-term. I don't, I don't feel like they're going to be the long-term. Uh, Mari, possibly, because he is a good backup and he is a solid defender, and I agree with that. And Gabriel, again, he is. He is sometimes, he makes a few mistakes, but hopefully he'll kick that out of him as he gets older. You know, he's still young, so defensively, I ain't got a clue. But as to go for the um, prediction, I, I said we're going to lose 1-0. Uh, Albert, do you want to give your uh, your score prediction? Yeah, I don't, you know what? I don't think it's going to... I don't think... The way we've been missing chances, <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a lot of goals in this game. They, they, they're definitely not going to score many goals, Sheffield United. Um, um, you know what, Fergus? I'll stick my neck on the line. I think we might sneak it 1-0. Okay, I've gone for a 2-0. Um, Heath, uh, get off the fence, mate. Choose. <laughs> you can't go 2-1 either way. Um, we got... Aaron, who says a 1-1. We've got yeah, Trulls, who says we're going to lose 2-0. Um, you know what? Y- 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 listen to what you guys said there. You know what really worries me? We, we even just got goalkeeping and defence um, uh, that we've worked our way through. But if you look at our midfield at the moment, we've got Sabayas oh, and we've got Odegaard. Um, but we're, we're dependent so much on loanee players from Champions League, um, uh, Champions League teams. We're the Arsenal. We shouldn't be depending on Sabias and Odegaard, should we? I knew, I knew what I said about Sabias before all this crap started happening. I said we probably should sign him up, but then all the absolute dross that started happening with him, you know, he he absolutely failed and, you know, just get, basically give two goals away in one game, give another goal in another game. It's like, no, I'll just send him back now. You know, I'd, I'd take the hit and send him back now. Um, but at the minute, we're dependent on him because ESR, I think he's injured yeah, or he's having a rest. Uh, Erdegaard is injured, yeah. And but yeah, you're right, we are dependent on low needs from Champions League clubs. How this is what I was saying at the start, how bad is that? Yeah, I know. And, 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 then, and, then, and then added to that, if you're looking towards the, the attacking end, we've got uh, okay, Pepe, okay, France, good league, and, you know, good player in the French league, done well. Uh, I think the Premier League's a bit of a push for him, but he doesn't get a run. Yeah, to uh, in his um, defense, he, he starts playing well, he gets dropped. Yeah, there's, there's, that, that, you're right. there's that's no what I said. He, yeah, he, he, does, he doesn't get a run, so because he doesn't get a run, he can't get an inconsistency, and, and that affects him. But we've got William, ex Chelsea reject. Um, we're, we're talking about um, Aguero, great pillar, uh, player that he was, but no thanks. I don't want somebody in coming to Arsenal, uh, for the last payday. Um, when I when I first got into Arsenal in the early nineties, there was Winterburn, there was Wrighty, there was Parler. They went to the likes of West Ham. They went to Middlesbrough. They went they went to those for the the, the last paycheck before they went to America and played in yeah. what was before the MLS. Is that what we've become? I can't have that. Looks like it. It is. I mean, I'm glad you touched on the midfield, mate. Um, you know what it was when we lost to Liverpool. Guys, I knew what was going to happen, and when I say that, I'll give you, I'll give you context. Of what I mean, oh, uh, you know, I saw it on Twitter. A lot of people would say, "Oh, you know, see, when Jacker doesn't play, you can see the difference." That I knew that narrative was going to happen, Fergus. I just knew it. But the problem is, and I've said this before with with Jacker, for example, 
I'm not saying he's an awful player. What I'm saying is I don't think he I don't think he suits the Premier League and I don't think he's good enough for Arsenal. But I don't understand people that if you look at it, if you're gonna if you're gonna come up, if you're gonna say it's footballing reasons as to why he's Jacka, he's played the X amount of minutes in February and all this rubbish, right? The fact of the matter is, look at the competition at Arsenal in his position. Of course he's gonna play every week. Who's he got to compete with? What El Nenny? Sabayos is not even our player. Guendouzi's been bombed out. Torreira's been bombed out. So I'm giving footballing reasons, inverted commas, as to why Jack is in the team. Not we didn't lose Liverpool because he wasn't in the team. What would have happened if he'd have played against Liverpool is they Liverpool would have exposed his lack of mobility and the same result would have happened. Trust me. So people need to stop pushing the, you know, oh, you know, he, how important in certain players are because when we lose certain games. No, the reason why we wasn't so great against Liverpool is because ESR wasn't playing and Saka wasn't playing. I wouldn't necessarily put Granite Xhaka in that category. So we need to sort of I, get I, past I, that. I totally agree. I, th- I think we're so dependent on our young players, the players that seem to want to be up for a game and uh, are enthusiastic and, and, and going to put, put their... I don't know how many this times... I was saying earlier on in the show. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I don't know how many... T- I don't. I don't know how many times we've said it before, Mike, on the audio versions and mm. uh, and and subsequently on the video versions. We don't mind. Well, we do mind. We we always want Arsenal to win, but we, you don't mind if Arsenal lose a game as long as the players go on the pitch mm. and leave it on the pitch. And the youth and the young players, as you and um, Albert have both said, are doing that, and they're they're putting the likes of Lacazette to a lesser degree, but. Abamyang and some of the other players uh, to absolute shame uh, yeah. on there. Um, and 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 what we didn't touch about on at all is Abamyang has been totally dropped again. I know I jokingly and flippantly said he had flu. I have heard he had flu. You know, what, what, I think what, that, that what was official it? as well. I think is it, it official? I think so. I did hear whispers yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's on Sky Sports. Okay. What does um, don't what quote does, me? I probably got it wrong. What <laughs> does worry me though is that old man Trev. I spoke to him and uh, he's got flu as well. So you know, get well maybe. soon, Trev. Get well soon, Trev. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, not if you're with <laughs> a band. Wanted, wanted us to take the mick out of you, mate, for having the flu, but we're not going to do by the sounds of it. But get yeah, well yeah. soon, mate. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Thank you for chucking me under the bus. That's no, what happens. No, all right. Week in, week out. <laughs> you shouldn't tell us to take the mick out of him, mate. <laughs> I told I told him you I was going to tell you to take the mick out of him. So yeah, mm. there we go, uh, guys. If Didn't you work, like what we do, if you like what we do, click on the like button on uh, YouTube. Uh, if you're uh, joining us on Facebook, thank you very much. We're also on Instagram and on Twitter. On Twitter, we're at Guns and Ribbons, not Yellow, um, because we run out of characters. Um, but uh, we're also on. Uh, uh, YouTube with Guns and Yellow Ribbons and um, Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Um, we are a podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Uh, all three of us on here are just genuine fans. We're not in here, here to be famous or, or anything like that. Albert, uh, you run Albert JTV. You are trying to start a channel and you are trying to take it to the next level and fair play to you. Uh, I think you're doing a great job. I, I'd love your graphics. I'd like to have a chat with you about that sort of stuff because that looks really clever. Uh, tell people how they can get uh, to see you and join in with what you do. No, Fergus, thanks for having me on. Like It's been a while since I've been on, but yeah, just 
go on, life outside of YouTube, world, man. It, it, it takes over, man, the last year. But <laughs> no, 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 I appreciate you. Appreciate it. meeting nice, meeting Scunny as well. Um, yeah, Albert JTV, uh, easy to find. Twitter handles at AUMO57. Come and check out the channel and subscribe, people. There we go. And Scunny, you run a um, uh, a show on the Ars Bros. Tell people when that's on and how they can watch it. And also, not to bring their kids to watch it either. Oh, yeah. Parental guidance is recommended on yes. my show, uh, I do believe. So I do apologise. I didn't realise this was as much as a family show as I thought it was. It never used to be when I used to come on here. But that was, was the never, audio version. That was that was the old versions that you Daddy, used to he wasn't do. even that bad, mate. But I've seen you, I've seen your show, but I, <laughs> yeah. I, it was quite tame. It's quite tame, I admit. It's quite tame. Um, but yeah, it's it's run on a Friday. It's called the Friday Ars Show on the Ars Brothers. If you like that, if you like it, it is good. We do have some great content. We're quite forward as well in what we're saying, and usually we say things really well. So yeah, it's definitely up there and well, there's not as much content at the moment because um, Max, who runs Ars Brothers, he's just had a baby. Uh, so congratulations to him and his wife. Well, mostly his wife because uh, I don't know how Max My commiserations to his wife. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how Max did it, to be honest with you. I don't know <laughs> if I'm being I don't know how he did it. Um, I, I, I reckon, I reckon, close your ears, kids. I reckon his sperm was drunk and just fell into the wrong egg. That's what I reckon. <laughs> He just fell in, just didn't really do it. I just fell in. Oh, um, so yeah, but. so again, congratulations to him. But yeah, I, I, it's normally Fridays between eight and nine pm. Uh, we do go it on late because we, uh, well, we swear a lot, and yeah, we get we get a lot of Australians and Americans watching us, and they uh, love that yeah, sort and, of thing. And and, <laughs> and, and, and 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 most of them are generally drunk as well, which is uh, which is a good. Yeah, thing well, well, this is what I mean. Friday nights, everyone's absolutely ratted. So yeah. It's always good fun to watch. Scunny, thank you as always for joining Brilliant. us. You've been with us from nearly the beginning, so and you'll carry on to join, uh, be with us and join us. I'll I'll see you on the other side. I'll see you on the Zoom afterwards. Although we're on BT Sports, so I oh, use the app, and, so I got the one I, minute I'll delay. I'll be behind, and... but I don't care anymore. Cause, like I said, <laughs> I don't even care anymore yeah. about being so far behind on the stream. Because, like I said, Arsenal are like watching, like licking the witch's toenail. You know, it's it's awful to do at the minute. But I'll always be a supporter. I'll always have Arsenal in my heart. I've got all the, I've got everything there. But at the minute, it's like watching. On a positive, on a positive note, to to finish this on a positive note, I hate Manchester United. My brothers are Manchester United fans. Okay, um, and. Uh, being an Irishman moving into London, you're automatically meant to be an, a Man United fan or a Liverpool fan. Uh, but I chose uh, Arsenal for many other reasons. But Man United have done us a great favour today. I've just seen They've that in the just chat. They've just beaten Spurs. They've just beaten Spurs. Wow. 3-1. If we win today, guys, you know, that brings us back within four or five points it's been nearly five years since St. Tottenham, Tottenham Day was, uh, and I'd love, you know, it, no matter how bad this season is, if we could just do that. Could you imagine? That would just, that would just give you a warm, glowy feel. It, could you imagine it? Because there, they, we've got a new stadium. We've got the best yep. manager. He's the yep. most arrogant manager. Arsenal are awful. And we're, and we're openly saying we're, we're poor. We're yeah. really, really dreadful. But we're better than you. <laughs> that would be yeah. so good. That would be so good. 
<laughs> Boys, I'm not saying anything because I don't want it to bite me in the ass. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I'll take it. I'll take it all back. But it'd be so good. It would be good. Funny one last thing to say, guys. Up the ass. You've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too.